Smartcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At what barn swallow are you aiming, my dear lady? Welcome to The Curse of the Lake House, a narrative podcast of the one-act play by me, Michael Grover, with original music by Leandro Ribeiro. Scene one, the origin story. Starring Emma Palzeri Ray as Elizabeth Wellman, Timo Elliott as John Foster, Alexander Hathaway as Benjamin Abbott, and Hugh Stilly as the guard. Andover, Massachusetts, 1692. Benjamin Abbott uses the hysteria of what would become known as the Salem Witch Trials to cheat Elizabeth Wellman out of her land by a lake. Let's join Elizabeth as several guards usher her into a dark and dank dungeon. Elizabeth Wellman, you stand accused of the crime of witchcraft, as bestowed upon us by His Highness William III and the laws of the great Massachusetts Bay Colony, you are hereby to have your freedom withheld, bound in chains for the public good until the time and place of your trial and execution. This is ridiculous. You cannot do this. I am not a witch. She continues to protest as they fasten her hand and foot. You can't do this! Let me go! I am not a witch! Come back here! You cannot leave me thus! Her protests slow. What has become of us as people that such simple girls might wreak such havoc on the life of an innocent citizen such as myself? Never have I undertaken anything resembling witchcraft. No, I have always lived my life as prescribed by the good book. Do not be alarmed, Woody Wellman. It is I, John Foster. Mr. Foster, but why? Why are you here? I myself stand accused of crimes similar to yours, that I have the ability to summon the power of the devil himself to cause damage to our great society. Oh, these ridiculous girls are nimwitted fools. They are carrying on like children, but they are children. What have I done to merit such accusations but to protest their actions against me? And you have the matter of your neighbor to consider. Benjamin Abbott? What has he to do with my predicament? He is charged that two of his herd have died by your curse. Died by my curse? This is an unhealthy herd. You can see it in their eyes and the gray substance that flows from them. Many more of his herd will fall. Those are just the first. No. That man Abbott tried to use his position to buy some of our land. 400 acres on the north side of a lake some miles from here. It was bequeathed to my father by the governor himself and my father 
who is buried on that land, then bequeathed it to me. <laughs> land in your name. <laughs> land in the name of a woman. Certainly you realize that by committing marriage with the good Mr. Wellman, all your possessions and your soul were transferred to him. By deed, most certainly. But by action, he had always agreed to take my counsel on any matter pertaining to that land. And Benjamin Abbott has, for some reason, taken it to himself that he is deserved of that land. So you protest the sale? Of course. 400 acres on a lake with such pedigree? With my father's body interred therein? Although it is miles from here, it will certainly be of value as a legacy, if, if nothing else. Since he could not acquire your land by civil means, Mr. Abbott has used his position to stoke the current mania and accuse you of witchcraft. Oh, most certainly that is the case for... I possess much power, but none that comes from the devil. My dear Goody Wellman, Benjamin Abbott is a powerful man, and he holds your fate in his hands. You must agree to sell the land to him now in exchange for a recantation. I will not sell the land. Goody Wellman, as long as his accusations are not recanted, there are two ways that this will resolve. The first, you may confess the crimes of which you are accused, and you will thusly be found guilty. However, if the court should see fit, they could grant you freedom. The court has already freed three who have pled guilty. Conversely, none who have denied their guilt have been spared the noose. Freedom? Freedom to do what, Mr. Foster? To wander life a destitute woman? It is true. If you confess, all of your land and possessions are forfeit and placed in auction for the members of the public. Including Mr. Abbott. Including Mr. Abbott. He is a prosperous man and he will absolutely be eligible to bid. Unfortunately for you, those who confess are destitute and even if they weren't, they wouldn't be able to be eligible to bid because of their confessions of such crimes. And the other option, Mr. Foster? I recalled you said that there were two options. Unthinkable, my good lady. You could continue to protest, and such protests will most certainly be taken as evidence of your guilt. Found guilty, they will hang you by your neck until your life is spoiled. My fate is either as beggar or dead. And I am not sure which I would prefer. Turn your property over to him now. You may be destitute, but you'll still be alive. Well, that is a most sobering choice, Mr. Foster. Pray. Have word sent to Mr. Abbott and beg him to recant his accusation. If you allow him the land, 
that is your third option and your only path out of here unscathed. I am not unscathed, sir. If I have had that land, which I hold so dear, wrenched from me, regardless of the terms under which this transaction is consummated, the transaction itself is nothing short of rape. Are you willing to let your family be taken to Goody Wellman just so you can preserve some acres on a distant lake? They will take my children and my husband too? They will wipe our good name from the history books? She gets as close to the cell door as her chains will allow. Pray, guard, a moment of your time. Stand away from me, witch. I beg you, kind sir, to send word to Mr. Benjamin Abbott that I would like to speak with him on a matter of the gravest urgency. We shall do no favor for you, cursed witch. It is not a favor, but the law of the land that a citizen imprisoned is due to the right to seek counsel. I shall do no more than the law requires. I shall post notice that an audience is requested. That is the limits of my will and the law. You are most kind, sir. I think you are making the right choice, Goody Wellman. This will absolve you of the matter complete. I have not decided this to be my best path forward. All paths seem wrought with the loss of my land. If I confess my land is taken from me, if I denounce their false charges, again, my land is lost. I suspect there is another path that so far remains unexplored, Mr. Foster. A path by which I get my freedom and I keep my land. At what barn swallow are you aiming, my dear lady? Perhaps I shall play the part he has cast for me. I shall call upon his fears of the forces with which he believes I am allied and infect him with the notion that his only path forward is to repudiate these charges. This is a dangerous game you play, Goody Wellman. If he recants and your curse becomes known, the charges will hold. If he doesn't recant, the charges could be added. Be it as it may. I believe this to be the only route by which both my land and I have a chance of being saved. Away with you now, Mr. Foster, for I must prepare myself for this meeting. John Foster withdraws. Forgive me, goody woman. What do I say to this man that will strike terror in his heart? What will make him so afraid that he will recant his accusations against me? He is a man, so he cares of only two things, material goods and his legacy. That is where I must strike. His wealth and his legacy I must impugn. There appears at the door a certain Benjamin Abbott. Well, well, well. If it isn't the accursed witch vainly protesting her innocence, pray, Goody Wellman, are you ready to turn that land over to me now? I'm afraid my terms will not be nearly so generous, given the prospect that soon the land will be up for auction. 
Mr. Abbott, thank you for indulging me with a visit. Tell me, Mr. Abbott, how fares your herd? Have more had fallen as my curse encants? As your curse encants? I'll play along. Ah, yes. Three more head have fallen since you've been imprisoned. But there your effect stops, for curses cannot travel through the heady stone that makes up these walls. Are you sure of that, Mr. Abbott? You said yourself that three have fallen since the charges against me were levied. And I tell you, that is a curse that I placed while enchained here. That's preposterous. And those head were nothing short of a warning to you, Mr. Abbott. A, a warning? Of what? I have seen to it, Mr. Abbott, that before the week is done, more of your cattle will fall. And within a month, they will all be done. The spell has been cast, Mr. Abbott and you will carry it with you from this place. You are a witch, Goody Wellman, and you will die. I assure you, sir, as sure as you stand before me, that I have already taken action upon you and all you hold. You are mad, woman. I am beyond mad, Mr. Abbott. I have called upon Satan himself to inflict on you, your family, and whatever sad descendants may spring forth, that tragedy and sadness will never be far from your threshold. But, but. You may indeed end up owning my land by the lake. I will, I will buy it. If you do. You do so having been fairly warned that the land is cursed to you. Whatever you might build or take to that land will suffer grievously. So pray, Mr. Abbott, to take the time you have whilst I am so incarcerated and consider recanting your accusations against me. Ask yourself a question. A question? Ask yourself. Am I feeling lucky? Am I feeling lucky, you ask? Tell me, Goody Wellman, does there happen to be a certain John Foster with you? John Foster? I am, I am here. Firstly, Mr. Foster, Thank you for the good work. Their council knows you have aided in this matter. They will most certainly look favorably upon your case. Mr. Foster, you were sent here an agent of this man to convince me to follow a certain path? I beg your forgiveness, goody woman, for I, as you, am simply trying to survive this ordeal. By proving yourself to be a duplicitous scoundrel? Enough prattle. Tell me, Mr. Foster, on pains of perjury, heard you this witch threaten me with curses? 
I did, Mr. Rabbit. That your herd will fall and your family will suffer. Enough so you could testify freely? Yes, with clarity. So there we have it, Goody Wellman. Your charges multiply by your very hand. It does not matter if you're which or simply accused. Goody Wellman. For this is about the land. But my accusations alone, you will die by hanging, whether you confess or not. You shall see, Mr. Abbott, how cursed your life is once you leave this foul place. Your herd will be gone before I am hung, and this land you take by such devious means will become a festering sore. I give you one last chance to recant, Mr. Abbott, before I unleash on you the tirade of the Almighty. Your mortal shift on this great plain is nearly done, Goody Wellman. I will have your land. I shall buy it at auction while I dance on your grave. <laughs> Laugh while you can, Mr. Abbott, for soon the majesty of your intolerance will come clear to you. Yes, you shall dance on my grave. And in doing so, you and the land will be cursed for as long as your family owns it. <laughs> Everybody well was hung by the neck the same day as was I to a cheering crowd of neighbors and friends, young and old. And Benjamin Abbott's herd of cattle dwindled just as Goody Wellman had predicted. He worried as her neck snapped at the tightening of the noose that perhaps her curse was true. Upon his first trip with his family to what was once Goody Wellman's land by the lake, his firstborn child fell through the early winter ice and was never seen again and died a cold, cruel death. His wife, Goody Abbott, was bitter. This was proof that the Wellman curse was true. She swore never to step foot upon that cursed soil and never again did she return. Thank you for listening to The Curse of the Lake House, the origin story. Up next, the start of the curse. It's 1904. Charlie Abbott has just purchased the land for the lake house from his uncle and has brought his wife Alma to see it for the first time. She is not impressed. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.